Welcome to r slash true off my chest, where OP discovers that her husband is a literal psychopath. Our next Reddit post is from OK Willingness. I've known my husband, who's 27, since I was 8 when he moved in across the street. He was like an older brother to my twin brother and me because we had no other siblings. My dad was gone a lot because he was a lineman. The only person I really had was my mom. I was kind of rebellious as a teen, and I'd sneak out all the time. At the time, I never had a boyfriend because everyone was afraid of my brother. When I was 15, I snuck out and went to a party. I don't remember what happened that night, but I woke up in the back seat of my car, covered in a blanket and my jacket over my head. I was hurting and confused, but I continued with life as normal. A few months after that, I went to the school nurse because I wasn't feeling well, and she gave me a pregnancy test, and I told her that was impossible because I didn't even have a boyfriend. The test was positive, and I cried because I don't remember ever doing anything like that. They called my mom, and the nurse told me to tell my mom because the nurse felt like she shouldn't be the one to tell her. I told my mom that I was pregnant, but I've never done anything to have a baby. My mom took me to a doctor, and they told her that I was too far along to abort. They told me how far along I was, and I told my mom about how I woke up in the backseat of my car that one day. I had my daughter a few months later, and she looked exactly like me. My green-blue eyes, my blonde curly hair, and she even had my full lips. We weren't dating at the time, but my now husband started to come over more after my daughter was born, and he was so good with her, so I started to see him as more than a friend. He bought her clothes, shoes, and toys, and he made sure that she had everything she needed, even though he was a college student. When my daughter was around three, we started to date. We dated for like six months before he asked me to marry him at his graduation party. We got married four months after that, and I got pregnant with our first son soon after. Everything was perfect, but as my daughter grew, I noticed how much she started looking more like my husband. Oh no! Oh no! My husband always says that she's his daughter, not his stepdaughter, and he would get mad if someone tried to correct him. Oh no. Oh no! I thought it was sweet that he was protecting her from not knowing who her father was. I recently did a DNA test to see if my gut was right. It turns out my husband is my daughter's father. Oh my god! I don't know what to do. I don't even know what happened. If I ask him if he remembers, how will he react? He's always been so loving and caring. He told me I was his dream girl and he'd give me the entire world if he could. It's been a week since I got the test results, and I haven't said anything. My life is so perfect that I don't even want to ask about it. Okay, OP adds an update. I told my husband that my father's daughter doesn't want to be in her life, and he left it at that. My mom told me to tell people that, so it doesn't seem like I was sleeping around. Me and my husband didn't have intercourse while we were dating. His family is really religious, so he told me that he saved himself for marriage and didn't believe in giving his body to someone he didn't love. His mom was against us getting married because I had a child, but she eventually came around. The time that I woke up in my backseat wasn't the first time that happened, but I stopped going to the parties after the time that I woke up sore. 
I called him a few minutes ago and asked him why he insists on telling people that he's my daughter's father, and he told me that he's been there since she was a baby, and even if her father decides to come back into her life, she will still be his daughter. He's already off work and is heading home. Okay, my guess as to what's happening here, OP doesn't mention alcohol at all. And I think that if OP were drinking to the point that she got blackout drunk, she would know that. She would know that it was because she, you know, got super drunk. But she didn't mention it, which makes me think what happened here is that this guy drugged her party after party after party, but he couldn't build up the courage to go all the way with her passed out body. But then one day he did build up the courage and that's when she woke up sore. So um, I think this was super premeditated. This guy has been doing this to her for who knows how long, months, I guess, before he finally did the deed. Also, OP clarifies that her husband is two and a half years older than her. So if she was 15, then he would have been 17 and a half. Then OP posted another update. We sat down and talked, and I asked my husband if he remembers the last party that I went to in high school, and he said, not really. He said that he remembers waking up on the bathroom floor of his friend's guest room and I was in the bed, and when he tried to wake me up, I told him to leave me alone. He said that he didn't want to leave me in some random friend's house, so he carried me home. I asked him if he remembers what I was wearing and what he was wearing. He said that he thinks that I was wearing a dress or something. He asked me why I was asking all these questions. I told him that I was trying to figure out something and that this would help me, and he said okay. I again asked what he was wearing. He said that he vaguely remembers asking his friend for some pants because he had vomit on his. I asked him if he knows who the father of my daughter is. And he said, no, I guess the guy who got you to stop partying. And I said that there was no guy. I said that I stopped because I was kind of scared since I didn't remember that night. And he said that a lot of people at that party didn't remember after. And he was one of them. I told him that I didn't remember who my daughter's father is, and it happened at that party. He seemed surprised, and he hugged me because I looked like I was going to cry. He offered to take a paternity test, and that he's pretty sure that he's not my daughter's biological father, so he's scheduling one tomorrow. What? Okay, um, look, this guy's, okay. OP. Oh, gosh. OP. Um, down in the comments, everyone is saying this is above Reddit's pay grade and don't let random people on the internet decide your life for you. Oh man, I'm not going to take the easy way out on this OP. What this guy did to you, okay, this guy's a psychopath. He's an actual clinical psychopath. He basically saw something that he wants, you, and decided, I'll just take it. No big deal. I'll just take it. This guy performed acts so vile, I can't even say the word on YouTube. And then he trapped you. He manipulated you and gaslit you into raising his child so he could go off and go to college, enjoy his college days, going to parties and drinking with friends and getting the education that he feels that he deserves while you raise his kid. I'm pretty sure he drugged you on top of all this consistently time after time after time, unless you really did get blackout drunk. But if you did get blackout drunk, did he keep taking you to the car over and over? And I guess one time, no, nah, I think it's drugs. I think he drugged you. I'm very confident that this DNA test that he's agreeing to is going to get scammed or something's going to go wrong or he's going to give you a fake sample or he's going to intercept the letter or something to, oh man, this guy's pissing me off. OP, you need to um you need to remove yourself from the situation in my opinion. This guy has proven 
let me put it to you this way, okay? Your husband has proven himself to be an R-wordist, a pathological liar, and incredibly selfish. Worst of all, he's doing these things to the person that he claims to love. So I have to ask you, is this the type of person that you want around your daughter and your son? Because if it were me, that's a very clear crystal cut no. Absolutely not. Because if he's willing to do this to me, then who knows what he's willing to do to my kids? People in the comments are saying that you need therapy, and I do agree that you need therapy. But more important than that, you need to run. You need to take your kids, get a lawyer, get to a woman's shelter, go to the cops, something. You need to remove this man from your life because he is he's dangerous. He's extremely dangerous. Like you say that your life is perfect and he's being a loving a loving husband and father. No, he's not. He's, he literally isn't. There was no, oh, I don't really know what happened that night. Could have been anybody. Could have been anything. No, this guy knows exactly what he did. Exactly. He probably planned it from the beginning. Like apparently this guy is so drunk that he can't remember what happened, but not drunk enough that he can carry you to a truck, change your clothes, and impregnate you. Opie, I want to warn you, don't even try to confront this guy, because I literally, honestly do believe in my heart that this guy's capable of, of murdering you. Murdering you and or the kids to hide, to hide his past and to get what he wants, because this guy, he's a psychopath. There's really no other way to say it. You've married, you've married a psychopath, Opie. Our next Reddit post is from Plasketball. Our parents have been divorced since I was really young, like two or three. My mom had primary custody, but we spent a lot of time with our dad and his side of the family too, especially on holidays. Then, at some point, when I was between like 7 and 10, my dad started only picking me up and my sister, Emily, stayed behind at my mom's. I don't remember if I asked why at the time. I was kind of an oblivious butthole kid who only cared about video games, and Emily and I didn't get along at that age, so I didn't question it. Over time, I found out that this was because Emily did something that upset the adults on my dad's side of the family so bad that she got banned from all of our aunts and uncles' houses, and our grandma told our dad to cut her off completely. No one would tell me what she did, but Emily had a lot of emotional and behavioral problems at the time, so I figured that it was one of her tantrums or stunts at school that finally broke the camel's back, so to speak. Emily hasn't spoken to our dad or anyone from his family in at least 15 years, and her relationship with our mom never recovered from whatever happened back then either. So, until I started getting more mature and making an effort to fix my relationship with my sister, she didn't really have anyone that showed her any family affection. A few years ago, I started to notice that Emily would get depressed whenever she knows that I'm going to see our dad's side of the family, especially on holidays. So, I tried to do the hero brother thing and facilitate a reconciliation. It did not work out. Dad, Grandma, and anyone else in the family I approached about Emily said there's no coming back from her actions. But when I asked what that was, they all got uncomfortable and said that it wasn't for them to tell me. I took that to mean that I should ask Emily herself, so I did. But she got really upset and wouldn't tell me because it was too humiliating. Finally, I gave up and asked Mom, which ended badly to say the least. This past Sunday was Easter, and I went to my grandma's house on my dad's side for the usual big family supper. 
I try not to mention anything when I go to family functions so as to not try to make Emily feel worse. But she's not stupid, she knows what goes on during the holidays. I decided to dip out early and surprise Emily with a drive to Dairy Queen, but when I got home, I heard her crying in the living room. Like, I can't even describe it, but she obviously thought that she was alone in the house or she would have never cried like that. The sound straight up punched me in the gut. I didn't want to embarrass her, so I left again and texted her from my car saying that I'd be home in 20 minutes. So I went and got some ice cream for us and came back. She wasn't crying when I got back, but it was obvious that she was before. She mentioned that she came across some old family photos on her laptop and got kind of emotional. I'm feeling like a pretty terrible brother right now, to say the least. My gut reaction is that no matter what Emily did, she was only a kid when she did it, and therefore, cutting her off from our family was overkill, and I should be supporting her 100% instead of playing happy families on both sides. But at the same time, I can't bring myself to ditch my dad's family and make myself an outcast too, because they've always loved and supported me. Family drama sucks, man. I miss being the little self-centered butthole who had no clue any of this was going on. Alright, down in the comments, I'm going to read this reply from Delilah Pixie Rose because this is exactly what I was thinking. Have you ever considered that maybe something happened to Emily? And maybe she told an adult and was disbelieved and then banished because they didn't believe her? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I really try to come up with a justifiable reason to cut a 13-year-old out of your life, and the only thing that came kind of close to it was, one, if they had a drug addiction, which seems really unlikely at the age of 13, and two, if they literally tried to murder someone, if they just went completely crazy and, you know, tried to burn the house down with everyone inside. But in both of those scenarios, the solution isn't to just stop talking to them. The solution is to get them professional help, you know, because she's your daughter and you love her. Really, how angry can you be at a 13-year-old? Well, Opie said that it was between 7 and 10, so she could have been as young as 10. How responsible can a 10-year-old really be for her own actions? So, my guess, OP, is that someone on your dad's side of the family did something unspeakable to Emily. Then, when Emily tried to blow the whistle, they banished her because it's embarrassing to the family. Whatever the case, OP, um, people might disagree with me, but I personally think that you're entitled to know what's going on here. Like, yeah, it's technically not your business because it's between them and your sister. But at the same time, you've got relationships with both these people, so and you're related to all of them. So it's reasonable, I think, for you to expect to understand what's going on. And the fact that they're hiding it from you is kind of weird. So I would try to get to the bottom of this, OP but I'm 99% sure that whatever the truth is, Emily is not to blame here. How can a 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old possibly be responsible for such a heinous crime? You know, like, I don't think she tried to burn the house down with everyone in it or was addicted to crazy drugs because, you know, she grew up to be an okay person. OP's not saying her, her life is a mess. He just says that she's kind of depressed. And I want to be super clear because I don't want people to dogpile me. Even if that were the case, it's still not appropriate to ban a 13-year-old from your life because they're 13, man. They need your help, not your scorn. That was r slash true off my chest. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.